Hi and welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to Raw Chatter. I am your host and presenter, Vicky Midwood. This is season three of this podcast that will be talking about fitness, health, alcohol dependence, issues around food, body weight, body image, and all of the stuff related to how we feel about ourselves and in our own skin. I do hope you enjoy these episodes and I would love you to comment and connect with me on social media. If you get the opportunity to drop me a line, I'd also love to hear from you. It's Vicky, V-I-C-K-Y, at vickymidwood.com. Enjoy the episode. Hello, my lovelies. It's Vicky Midwood here, your host of Raw Chatter. This is episode three of season three. And today I'm talking about exercise. So just because you can doesn't mean you should. Now, why have I come up with that title? Well, a lot of the people that I work with really do believe that more is better when it comes to exercise. And I'm here to tell you, better is better. More is never better for anything. Now, before you go, give me a list of things where you go, actually, do you know what? More is better for this, 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 and this. What I'm talking about when I'm saying more is never better is that in general, when it comes to our bodies as human beings, more is usually not better. Think about it this way. If you've got a headache um, and you decide that you're going to take a paracetamol or some other kind of painkiller, do you take 12 in one go? Because the more you take, the better, the faster it will work. No, you don't, do you? Why not? (laughs) Because your liver would struggle to be able to break that down. And if you did take that many in one go, you probably end up right, feeling really, really unwell, if not worse, right, potentially having a a bleed in your stomach or, or passing out or something horrendous. In other words, more is not better, okay? If you're out for a meal, do you decide that, you know what, I usually eat three meals in a day, I'll have three main courses instead of me eating again? No, you don't, do you? Because you haven't got space, you can't eat it all in one go. More is not better. Better quality food that gives you the nutrients that you need is better. Okay, so when it comes to exercise, why do we think that more is better? Well, it's something that perhaps you picked up from being a child. It's also something that perhaps you have gleaned from the fitness industry. That why not train seven days a week instead of three? Okay, if you want to get results faster. The weight loss industry in particular, right, is usually the one where we pick up this idea that the more exercise we do, the more calories we'll burn, the faster we'll get results in terms of body composition change and so forth. So that's kind of where this this idea that more is better comes from. However, let's put this myth to bed once and for all. And I'll keep repeating it until you're sick of hearing me say it, right? Better is better. What do I mean by that? Proper execution of the exercise that you are doing. In other words, quality of movement 
is far superior to quantity of movement. Now, I get exceptional results with my personal training clients, and I'm not saying that to sound big-headed. I've been in the world of personal training for 32 years. So if I'm not bloody good at what I do after 32 years, I'm in the wrong job, right? I don't have many personal training clients, right? It's not the main business. It's my secondary business. It was my main business years ago when I first started out being self-employed in, in the world of business. I, I did have my, um, my own personal training and fitness company right? But that is not my main business now. Do I still teach exercise classes and do I still have a handful of personal training clients? Yes. Why? Because it's my first love and I really enjoy what I do. And the clients that I work with have been with me for a long time and they stay with me. Why? Because I help them to keep on getting the results and to maintain the results that they have easily, right? Without them training seven days a week without them training crazy, crazy hard, without them training for two hours at a time. So for those of you who listen, who are listening rather, and are thinking, well, I, I was led to believe that, you know, the more that I work out, the fitter I'll get, the faster. It's wrong, right? It's a myth. That is not the case. It's what are you doing in the time that you exercise? Now, the reason I've called this just because you can doesn't mean you should. If you can go out and run every day for miles and miles and miles, right? Does it mean that you should do it? Well, no, not necessarily. Not if you're a female and fat loss is your goal, for example. You would be far better spending your time doing some weights and doing some yoga and doing some Pilates, not just cardio, cardio, running, running, running. Now, I'm a great fan of running. Um, I used to run. I used to race. Um, I can't anymore. My own fault because I'm ridiculously competitive with myself. Um, and that harks back to my exercise addiction issues. And because of my own competitiveness with myself, I pushed myself to go too far distance-wise, running-wise, too fast for my body right? And so this is why I'm quantifying what I say with my own personal experience, but also having worked with clients and seen the difference that it can make when you train quality over quantity, when you train better, not longer, when you train better, not more. And I trained hard and I trained a lot, right? And the resulting issues that I have are a problem with my hip, and with my ankle, which means that now I'm lucky if I can run for 15, 20 minutes without hobbling, without starting to limp, without there being an issue, right? And it's my own fault because back then I had no clue the damage that I was doing by continuing to push through, to not listen to my body and to believe that the more miles I got under my belt, the faster I could go, the better I would, I would be on race day. Now, did I get some good times for me? Yeah, I did, right? But it meant that, you know, I, I very soon was out of competitive racing because I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it anymore. And so I had to change how I trained. I also had to change how I trained when I recognized and got my diagnosis of Hashimoto's thyroiditis because the amount of cardio that I was doing 
was actually exacerbating my thyroid issues. So instead of it doing what I thought it was doing, helping to increase my metabolism and helping me to burn more energy, it was having quite the opposite effect. It was dampening down my thyroid function. It was creating more stress, which was actually stopping my body from burning the very fat that I thought I was burning. And this is why more is not better because when it comes to too much cardio, you are going to be creating a stress response. Now, for people who are marathon runners and if you're training for things like Ironman and what have you, you will over time have built up your distance and your training. And hopefully you are working with a proper professional who has given you a training program to follow and it's sensible and it's laid out. This is really for people who are training because you enjoy it or you're on a fat loss mission or you're on a, a fitness improvement mission and you're wanting to you know, just kind of up your game. And if you have embarked on a, a new year kind of fitness um, intention, <clears throat> hats off to you, right? Great. Love it. Absolutely love it. But make sure that you are not doing the exercise that you enjoy because you can and you're good at it and you keep repeating the same stuff, right? More of the same is not going to get you better results. More of the same is not going to get you fitter, faster. Your body is a brilliant adaptation machine. That's what it does, right? It adapts to what you are doing. It adapts pretty damn quickly, right? Whether it's reduced calorie intake, it will adapt and it will slow your metabolism down so that you don't need as many calories. This is why when it comes to following a, a calorie controlled diet, I'm not a fan you, you, of you eating the same amount of energy every day because that's not how your body works, right? It fluctuates. It, some days it's doing more stuff. It needs more energy. Other days it needs less and it needs less energy, which is why I'm a great fan of eat more, do more, eat less, do less, right? That works. Not what most people follow, which is eat less and do more. Right, it goes completely against how your body works. So, if you are going to train, then you need to think about your body. We all have different body types. They're called somatotypes. Um, somatics just means like your 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 body. So, for me, right, most people tend to be a combination, by the way. But there's three kind of types that you may or may not be aware of. You've got your ectomorph, your endomorph, and your mesomorph. And basically, in simple terms, people who are naturally very small in terms of um, rib cage circumference and hips, quite long-limbed, very naturally lean, right? Kind of the, the long, what I call the gangly type of people. And then you have people who are naturally squatter, shorter and broader across the shoulders, around the rib cage, wider hips, right? And then you have the kind of the in-between, those two, right? Where they're more kind of muscular. So not as tiny framed as the as the other ones, not as big framed, but more muscle and less fat than the shorter squatter ones. Now those are kind of the three body types, if you like. Most people are not outright one. Some are, 
right? And you can spot them. Um, yeah, oftentimes when you look at long distance runners, Peter Crouch is popping into my head as being somebody who falls into that. Very obviously, he is very slim, naturally long, thin limbed. Um, he's like he's very likely to be somebody who struggles to put on weight of any description, whether it's body fat weight or muscle weight. Right. And then you've got like your rugby players right at the opposite side who tend to be quite small in stature. You know, men tend to be around sort of five foot six, five foot seven and almost as 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 broad as they're tall. Right? And then you've got your in-between people. So I'm sure you can recognize where you kind of fall within that. Now, each of those different body types tends to have a preferred way of exercising to suit that body type. And so people who tend to be naturally long and lean and tall and sort of gangly tend to be more uh, based more comfortably and feel happier doing things like long distance endurance type of stuff. So whether it is cycling or, or rowing or running, then that kind of cardio stuff tends to lend itself to those type of people. Then the other type of people on the other extreme tend to be more short, sharp burst type of people. Things like I'm thinking things like rugby and powerlifters, right? And this is about how the muscles and the tissue types, the types of fibers within those muscles are, but also genetically where we where we sit. And then there's those in between who probably do a little bit of both, but will veer towards perhaps one more than the other. I'm thinking more somebody like Usain Bolt, right? Who who sprinter, yes, but is also doing endurance stuff and is 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 trying both. So this is where understanding what works best with your body is important, but overdoing any one type of exercise is going to cause a stress response. And a stress response means very simply, in really simplistic terms, right, that your body is going to shut down its ability to utilize fat as a fuel. Okay, it's going to use glucose, it's going to use the available glucose. But if you are wanting to use fat as a fuel, and you've particularly you're wanting to increase your lean body mass and decrease your fat mass, then we want to be working out in a way that is going to do that the easiest route possible. And that is to not cause your body unnecessary stress so that it doesn't hang on to your fat stores. And that means that you need to mix up what you are doing. Everybody over the age of 25 should be weight training, regardless of what gender you are. Okay, it doesn't matter. The human body needs to be overloaded. We need to be strong, not just in terms of muscle and strength, but in terms of our ligaments and our tendons. Those are the things that hold the bones to the bones and the muscles to the bones. And people forget about those. If your ligaments and tendons are not strong, you are going to struggle with flexibility when you're older. This is where we get injures, injuries, okay? And what a lot of people don't understand is if you train too hard for too long doing the wrong stuff, your muscles will adapt fast, but they adapt faster than your ligaments and your tendons, which means that if you are consistently overloading, if you're consistently training for 90 minutes, two hours at a time, then your muscle adaptation is going to happen, but the ligaments and the tendons will lag behind. 
And this is where you are then going to be more prone to injuries. This is where you're going to struggle and wonder why in the next session that you're struggling to lift what you did in the session before. Because chances are you're not giving the ligaments and the tendons time to fully repair and catch up with the muscle. And this is where I say, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. So timing your training sessions is important. Making sure that if you are going heavy and hard, you give yourself enough rest in between sessions. And so if you want to train the next day, do something completely different. Go swimming, go for a walk, do something like Pilates or a stretch session. Right. But don't do the same stuff that you were doing. Don't use the same muscle groups because you will stress out the ligaments and the tendons. For women, if you are post-menopause, then you need to be checking in with what is your body enjoying? What do you enjoy, right? We need to be active as we are older. I do something every single day. I've explained in um, previous episodes, I think in episode one, that I have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. I've also had a heart attack. So for me, exercise is part and parcel of what I do because it's important. I don't want to have a second heart attack. So from a preventative point of view, I'm always going to do something every single day that gets me out of breath and heavy breathing, but not for ages, right? I do 20 minutes, 30 minutes tops. Sometimes I just do 15 minutes because that's all I have and that's all I feel like doing. And this is where don't get bogged down with being really, really, really rigid. If you are following a plan, great. But also give yourself permission to know that sometimes you have to tune into your body and listen to what it's saying. And if it says, do you know what? I'm still aching a bit more than perhaps I realized from the last session. I want a little bit of a longer break. Please honor it right? Your body is telling you something for a reason. We have learned very early on as kids from our parents. Sorry, parents, but you've got a lot to answer for. Okay. I am one, by the way, hands up and I've made these mistakes too, right? But we tell our kids to ignore stuff. When their body's telling them something, we tell them, oh, don't worry about it. I'll just it'll be fine. I'll go off. Don't worry about it. what we should be doing is being a bit more inquisitive and going, okay, well, where is it? When did it come on? How long has it been there for? What does it feel like? Right? Because we need to teach our kids and ourselves to actually tune in and differentiate between the different types of discomfort and pain that our body is telling us. Because there is a big difference between discomfort and pain. Discomfort is something that if we want to change and grow, particularly when we're talking about exercise, we're going to experience. That is completely different to pain, which very clearly is you're doing something wrong, stop, right? If you've got discomfort that is getting more and more intense, stop pushing through it, right? Just because you can mentally override that does not mean you should. It's your body's way of telling you, hey, there's an issue here. It may be that you've got the angle at your wrist not quite right, the angle of your foot not quite right. You may be putting more weight slightly over one hip rather than in the center, and it's compromising what is going on further up. But unless you can start to actually connect and tune in and really listen to what your body is telling you, you're going to miss 
these signals. And this is what makes me an excellent personal trainer is because I teach my clients to be able to really connect and to feel. And when I say feel, I invite them to actually get in and feel what is going on as they are moving parts of their body. I ask them to feel. I tell them where to put their hands and where to feel it so that they know what is happening. When you can connect your brain to this sense of feel and connect to your muscles, then you start to really connect to your body. And that is what I'm about. Everything that I do with my clients, whether it's to do with disordered eating, whether it's to do with alcohol dependence, whether it's to do with anxiety, whether it's to do with gut issues, or whether it's to do with body change and shape and fitness and weight, you need to reconnect to you. We have been taught from being tiny, tiny, tiny little people not to be connected to our own bodies, to pass the responsibility for our health onto somebody else. And I'm inviting you to start taking back your responsibility. And you start doing that by reconnecting to yourself. Listen to what your body's telling you. And just because you can does not mean you should. When it comes to exercise, more is not better. Better is always better. Thank you for listening or watching. Take care of your body. Remember, you only have one. Look after it. It's for life. Take care of you and I'll see you on the next one.